This episode of Anxiety Slayer is sponsored by MioMind. MioMind is a mental health app that gives you access to an extensive audio library of recorded one-on-one therapy sessions with hand-picked, licensed therapists. That means you get professional help right now in your earbuds. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the benefit of some mental clearing and reflection and how tapping can help us with some emotional spring cleaning. Hey, Ananga. Hey, Shen. Thanks for the idea of sharing a guided tapping clearing. This is the perfect time to do it. Yeah, we've talked about recently on the podcast how spring can bring up a lot of accumulated congestion in the body. According to Ayurveda, we can get a little stagnant and congested over the tail end of the winter season, and moving into spring, those things can start moving, moving up and out of the body. And I I feel like that happens for us emotionally too. Winter is such a hibernating kind of energy, a dark and quieter season of the year. And I always find it really helpful in spring to look back at self-care and clearing. You know, we say spring cleaning at home as well, throw the windows open and turf out anything we don't need. And it's a really good time to do that emotionally too. One of the things that can happen when we're anxious is we can feel like we want to avoid any of our feelings. We don't want to face anything. And since anxious feelings feel awful and are challenging to sit with, we often look for or seek diversion. But research shows that 90% of our thinking is subconscious, sort of like an iceberg. Much of our dialogue, beliefs, and feelings are way beneath the surface. And they're running the show. They're running our experiences beneath our conscious awareness. This is why looking at our feelings and beliefs can give us the opportunity to upgrade our subconscious experience. And when we do that, we can neutralize traumatic experiences and with help change limiting beliefs and make space to respond to our feelings as nothing more than messengers. It's really challenging with anxiety because it is a feeling that we naturally want to avoid and escape from. But we often have subconscious thoughts and feelings like they're sort of bubbling up into our awareness and often we're trying to push them down or push them aside, but they're there. They're there and they're persistent. And as you said, they can really be running the show. So through practices that can help us respond to our feelings rather than react or try and push them down or push them aside, we can support ourselves with some healing and clearing. And just because there's a lot going on there beneath the surface doesn't mean we can't access it. It doesn't mean we can't shine some light on it. It doesn't mean we can't upgrade our internal dialogues and, and shift some negative beliefs and change some stories that are running there in the background. And then what starts filtering through to our conscious awareness is more supportive and more peaceful. And the process that we're sharing this week is looking at how our relationships and commitments affect our energy. And that begins with checking in with our feelings, noticing if we feel drained after an event or interaction, exploring what might be a cause, asking if it's ours, is this energy ours or is it somebody else's? Because we are sponges and we can pick up so much energy from other people. Is it something we've heard or modeled? 
And then is this a story that we can change? It's really helpful to make the space to look at our reactions, our reactions to others around us, our reactions to the things others are telling us. Are we getting triggered? Are we feeling that we're hearing something from somebody else that impacts us? Do we feel drained? And then really looking, where does this come from? Is this mine? Is it current? Is it history? I had something like this recently. I remember sharing it with you, Sham, where I became really anxious about a communication that came into me and it, it was really affecting me and really raising my anxiety. And so I had to stop and, and look at it. Where's it coming from? So I chose to do some tapping. And what came up was that it was a childhood memory and it didn't have any place in my present at all. And the way my mind was projecting it wasn't even a likely outcome. But because of the way I'd taken an experience in when I was younger, there was that, like a program, running. And then when something in my present time hit it, it did this weird maths and came up with this very strange anxiety. And that's a horrible enough experience when we don't know what could be at cause. So it's really helpful to just have a look and just ask, hang on a minute, is this a realistic projection? Is this um, something that's relevant in my life now? Or Again, this is where tapping is really helpful because it can help us unearth and it can help us look. We can even say, I don't know where this is coming from. This anxiety feels awful. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know why it's making me feel like this, but I accept myself. I accept it's happening. I support myself. Even tapping like that can turn the anxiety down, but what it often does is unearth something. And uh, then we have the chance to tap for that and clear that and put that memory to rest so that anxiety won't keep being triggered. And that is such a beautiful part of tapping that you can tap through these stories and the things that come up and, and clear them and continue to clear them for as long as you need to. I remember using tapping after my father passed away about, it's going on about six years now. and. So much came up, so much grief and so many memories and, and just a lot of anxiety and things and all the stuff that, that if you've lost somebody that you love, if you've lost a parent, these things come up. And using tapping through that and tapping through some of the guilt, some of the anxiety or shame or some of the feelings that I had about all of it was incredibly helpful. And like you, if it's something that you're clearing from, a childhood memory that is no longer an outcome that you're going to have today, you set yourself up in a much better space being able to, oh, that's what that is. I'm, I'm going to clear that. I'm going to work on clearing that. I'm going to be sweet with myself. I'm going to watch my languaging around those memories. And whether you pock and pod them, whether you tap them, whether you, whatever it is that you choose to do, as you move through them, it, it, it offers so much support. Yeah, it's really good healing work. And, and also to look at how you're responding, how your languaging is in terms of age. When you talk about it to yourself and others, have a listen. Are you responding in your current age? Or are you feeling a little more childlike or younger? Is it taking you back to, to previous experiences? 
Or is it just stuff you're picking up from people around you? Sometimes we're influenced by how other people cope with things. Oh, that, that makes me think of a story just recently. My husband and I were visiting with an old friend that we hadn't seen for a long time. And we had no idea where they were on the current state of the world with the pandemic, politics, all those kinds of things. And, and it wasn't like we were racing into the lunch to have those conversations either. It wasn't something that we wanted to talk about. <laughs> but sure enough, it came up. And we were both so very careful and thoughtful about our responses because a number of things that were coming up were not ideas or opinions that we agreed with. But at the same time, everybody has the right to have their own opinion. And I just remember thinking, thank goodness I'm aware of just letting this come through and letting this be. And then if I, if I have an issue with it, I can tap through it or I can sit with it. Or Tom and I talked about it later, about how we sometimes get so anxious or upset when somebody is directing an opinion or an idea at you that you just absolutely don't agree with, with every fiber of your being. Yeah. The reason why I share that example is that, one, to, to celebrate that you can be friends with people who have different opinions than you, if you're thoughtful and considerate. And then also, if you steer the conversation perhaps away from a particular topic, if it's starting to become heated in an environment that doesn't really uh, support that. So having a nice lunch with an old friend isn't a place to, to be solving the problems of the world necessarily, right? Yeah, and again, I think it's just looking at creating space to, to be aware of, you know, how did that impact me? Mm -hmm. Or this, this is making me feel uncomfortable, this is making me feel anxious, drained, heated. What's it bringing up? And what do I need to do to get myself feeling back in balance and more comfortable? And that's what the tapping session we're going to be sharing today is about just looking at our feelings, feeling our feelings. I was listening to a, a lecture this week where somebody made the very valid point that we tend to think about our feelings and we overthink everything. With that 10% of our brain that's conscious and thinking, we really put it to work. And that's where lots of stories and analysis and going over and over stuff comes in. But if we just allow ourselves to feel, what is that I'm feeling? Mm. Is it anxiety? Is it fatigue? Is it overwhelm? Okay, what am I feeling? And how do I make space for that to neutralize so that I can just carry on with my day feeling peaceful? So that's what this week's tapping is about. It's about allowing those feelings to come through peacefully, without fear, without judgment, without too much analysis, and just seeing how can I create some space around that to allow that my feelings are valid and I need to be able to get back in balance. Often when we're anxious, we're already dealing with a lot and we can get a little bit railroaded by other people's energy. Yes, absolutely. After the break, we'll be sharing a guided tapping practice for making space for emotional support. 
Did you know that you can get full access to the entire MeoMind library totally free? And you can listen anytime, anywhere. Listen to therapy in the gym, while you walk your dog, or when you just want to relax. The big thing to realize is that you are not alone. One user summed it up perfectly by saying, I felt like it was me talking. I was on the edge of tears. I felt like I'm not alone in this, and I'm not crazy. MeoMind offers full privacy, which means you don't have to share payment information, no subscriptions, no ads, and no insurance information. If you're suffering from anxiety, depression, trauma, or simply work stress, MeoMind has tons of sessions that are customized to every situation. You get to browse and choose what suits you the best. Start listening to therapy today with the MeoMind app, available on the App Store and Play Store. That's MeoMind, M-E-O-M-I-N-D. And now we'll flow into the guided tapping session, creating space for emotional support. This is the kind of tapping session that can really help us if we tap regularly, perhaps every morning, just to sit and go through these statements that I'm about to share with you, just to make that space to see what else might come up. Uh, Shannon and I did a, a tapping clearing like this. Shannon, you and I, I think it was one October, we did like a 30-day clearing with tapping, mm-hmm. where we had like a basic clearing process like this, and then we kept a notebook, and we wrote down different things that, that came up, different stories, different experience, and then we would tap on those and, and release those. So this can be really good clearing work. But even if you just use this session alone every morning or every evening, just to sit with yourself and respect your own feelings and respect that there be space for your feelings, which again is something that we can set aside when we're living with anxiety. So by listening to this tapping session and following along with us, you acknowledge that you accept responsibility for your own well-being. And to get the best results from this session, repeat my words along with me, out loud if you can, out loud's always best. But if not, if you're listening privately with headphones, then just repeat in your mind. If you need a tapping diagram, if you're not familiar with the EFT tapping points, you can find it on our website at anxietyslayer.com forward slash EFT. Okay, so Shan's going to repeat, so we're tapping together, so the timing's nice and easy for you to follow along. Starting tapping on the side of your hand. Even though I avoid uncomfortable feelings, I accept myself. Even though I avoid uncomfortable feelings, I accept myself. I know I suffer when I don't listen to my feelings. I know I suffer when I don't listen to my feelings. I choose to work on leaving space for my feelings. I choose to work on leaving space for my feelings. And making adjustments to bring more peace into my life. And making adjustments to bring more peace into my life. Okay, and now we move on to the tapping points, starting with the point at the top of the head, top of the center of the head, and working down. And we'll use some short phrases to remain tuned in to the focus of this tapping session. So tapping on the top of the head, my feelings are valid. My feelings are valid. And the eyebrow point, I allow myself space for self-care. I allow myself space for self-care. Side of the eye, 
I notice when I feel drained. I notice when I feel drained. Under the eye, and I allow myself time to recover. And I allow myself time to recover. Under the nose, and see what I can do differently in the future. And see what I can do differently in the future. Center of the chin. My feelings are messengers. My feelings are messengers. Collarbone. My feelings are valid. My feelings are valid. Under the arm, I choose to work with my feelings. I choose to work with my feelings. Back up to the top of the head. I notice my discomfort. I notice my discomfort. Beginning of the eyebrow. I respond with kindness. I respond with kindness. The side of the eye. I notice when I feel tired or strained. I notice when I feel tired or strained. Under the eye. And I allow myself space to rest and reflect. And I allow myself space to rest and reflect. Under the nose, I give myself space for healing. I give myself space for healing. Center of the chin, I respect my feelings. I respect my feelings. Collarbone, I give myself permission and support to change. I give myself permission and support to change. Now under the arm, to change what isn't serving me well. To change what isn't serving me well. And now we have a stretch, take a deep breath, stretch your arms. And release your breath in a long, slow exhalation. Rub your feet on the floor. Feel the surface that supports them. Feel grounded. Feel present. And we'll start tapping through the points again. Back to the top of the head. I preserve my energy. I preserve my energy. And the eyebrow point. I make room for self-care. I make room for self-care. Side of the eye. I notice if I feel drained. I notice if I feel drained. Under the eye, and I set healthy boundaries. And I set healthy boundaries. Under the nose, I respect my need for space. I respect my need for space. Center of the chin, I respond to my feelings. I respond to my feelings. Collarbone, I listen to their message. I listen to their message. And under the arm, I support myself. In making room for more peace. I support myself in making room for more peace. And back up to the top of the head. I take action towards creating more peace in my life. I take action toward creating more peace in my life. And the beginning of the eyebrow, I listen to my feelings. I listen to my feelings. Side of the eye, I respect my feelings. I respect my feelings. Under the eye, I'm open to noticing and adjusting. I'm open to noticing and adjusting. Under the nose, I take action towards creating more peace. I take action toward creating more peace. Center of the chin, I respect my feelings. I respect my feelings. And again on the collarbone, I respect my feelings. I respect my feelings. And under the arm, I take action towards creating more peace in my life. I take action toward creating more peace in my life. And again, stretch and breathe. And just allow yourself a couple of minutes. You might want to get a pen and a piece of paper to just jot down any ideas that have come up for you. 
about honouring your feelings, feeling that there's room for you to respect your feelings. It can be such a painful thing when we don't feel that spaces in our lives. And any areas that have come up for you about places and times where you could start to create better boundaries or just more space for healing and self-care. That's the sort of thing that this kind of tapping is likely to bring up for you. And it's perfectly normal if you find yourself yawning or maybe some emotion came up. All of that's perfectly natural. I was yawning my face off there for for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's all good. Good clearing stuff. You might feel a little tired and need to take a gentle walk or some fresh air or just rest for a few minutes, have a glass of water and just show yourself real compassion that you're doing some helpful clearing work. Thanks for listening to Anxiety Slayer. If you want to dig deeper into emotional clearing, we invite you to explore our How to Calm Your Fragile Mind online course. You can get $25 off through the end of March by simply visiting anxietyslayer.teachable.com.